Today is January 27th, 2023. This is episode 213 of Maelstrom Radio. Maelstrom Radio. With your hosts, Gladys and Shifter. And welcome everybody to Maelstrom Radio. My name is Peter. With me is my good friend and co-host, Quentin. Hi. We host a... Final Fantasy. 14 podcast. <laughs> All right, I'll give you that one. That was masterfully done. We snuck that right in there. Right in there. Mm-hmm. Yep. Where we teach you about the... And learn all the levels of magic. You see, it's not just a simple one little thing. There are eight different levels of magic, both white and black. And, of course, we'll always help you... Get in touch with your wizard. Here at Maelstrom Radio. (laughs) As soon as we started, I felt really, really hot. So I'm just like, hmm, Mm -hmm. take off that sweater now. Yeah. Not used to that in the winter. The powers of El Diablo. (laughs) (laughs) I'm... I'm firing all cylinders. <laughs> that's that's more like uh, remnant. Yeah. Well. Yeah, it's true. Especially that dragon we were fighting yesterday. Oh, oh spicy boy. <laughs> so spicy. Extra spicy. So spicy. Oh <laughs> uh, well. See, that's a good thing. Like, what have we been up to this past week? We played that. Yeah, we did. We played remnant. Uh, yeah. I'm enjoying it. I feel like we're a little stronger. Yeah this week and then we were last week i don't know what happened but that's true i mean we're getting a little bit better at playing it we're still not great at playing it but no. we're doing better we are doing better i have a friend that shoots out of my shotgun i still don't know what it does it didn't do anything <laughs> to the dragon but it, it yeah and it's got like fruits on it i think <laughs> it's got something on it i feel like maybe you should put the fire on your shotgun maybe can i swap them around oh, oh yeah. i guess i could swap them around yeah so well I have a fire on my sniper rifle, so. Yeah. Uh, I do have the uh, fire on my pistol, and that seems to be okay. (laughs) So. Yeah, but if you use your shotgun more. True. Fire. It'd be doing damage. (laughs) (laughs) Because that's what is, uh, what is most, is what is most is important. What is most? What is most important? Are you having fun playing it? Yeah, I would say so. I think I'm having an okay time. I don't. I I would say <laughs> it's less difficult so far than Dark Souls. Like it's that could be because we're going through at our own pace rather than following somebody. Okay. So if something's too hard, we have to kind of backtrack and we have to actually get through everything ourselves. Yeah. We're not getting carried. That's also well. Also, and the controls are a lot less clunky. Also, we're able to do things together <laughs> in an efficient that too, way. Yeah. All caps. And typo. maybe maybe we learned a little bit with Dark Souls. I yeah, I feel like I've become a better player of games that are difficult. <laughs> I feel like sorry, I've how suffered. Many times have you cleared Hades? One. 
<laughs> but yeah, nine more. Uh, well, that's fine. I don't think Hades is difficult. I think it's just it's 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 all RNG based on your build, right? Like once you understand, like okay, what synergizes with what, then it's a little easier to play. Yeah, but it's less RNG and more just how to make the abilities work for a build. Yeah, well, I figured that out right? once like, I went back to the the spear. It was like, well, what if I just overpowered the throw? <laughs> yeah, so you just have to figure out based on the stuff that you're get, being given, what is a good build? Yeah, well, when I you can't really change what you're getting being given, but you can use it to your when advantage. I create the addle addle of power. That <laughs> that that jokes for all the history buffs out there. <laughs> History buffs and anybody that's interested in like dead things. <laughs> well, not speaking of necromancers. Uh, hold on to that. I actually ha- I played Guild Wars this week. Oh, okay. So I almost I was segueing into the ESO announcement, but okay. <laughs> uh, I did I did play Guild Wars and we did play Raft for uh, our Sunday stream. Oddly so. enough, that works so well for so many things <laughs> like Death Door. <laughs> All right. Yep, well, yep, there we go. Man. Right. Speaking of dead things, which is most of the games we play, <laughs> yeah. generally it's us. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I played Dust Door this week, and again, and I love that game. It is so delightful. It is so... It is the most, like, oh, everything, just everything's not dying, and death doesn't exist. Make it happen. <laughs> so I was like, I can do it. I'm going to kill you. Essentially, uh, also, I found that the, 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 the squid is the chef. And by the squid is That's the chef, reasonable. I mean the squid is puppeteering a dead man's corpse to cook food. Honestly, I'd hope that they'd be doing more than one. Yeah. Well, I'm excited for Essentially, it. Essentially, right, it is plus guns. Plus guns, yeah. Dark souls. Yeah. Remnant. Gun soul. Gun soul. Um, Dark guns. Dark guns. Uh, but yes, the ESO announcement happened on uh, January 25th, 2023. I did watch it. Yeah. Uh, so ESO announced Necrom, uh, the new expansion in the ESO lineup. Uh, Necrom is going to be about uh, the further Dead area. Things. Yeah. Well, it's, it's further expanding out um, sc- the Skyrim area. Uh, mm-hmm. So... Um, and we're going to go see the, the city of the dark elves. And when I, what I love about it, it's like, well, we're bringing cosmic horror. I was like, delicious. <laughs> Excellent. And they added a new class, the arcanist that uses books. So I'm excited. Uh, it's I, the, the, it's a very like cosmic horror. Like even the big boss is just like a giant multi-eyed tentacle thing. I like anything with cosmic horror. So you tell me cosmic horrors <laughs> in there. I'll, I'll probably go to show up. I'm not going to lie. Uh, that's true. You've played many cosmic horror games from many different genres. That's very true. Uh, <laughs> uh, it's, you know, I, many, many of my longtime MMO games were cosmic horror based. Uh, so I'm dating them. Yeah, also true. <laughs> Man, I really do have a, I really do like cosmic horror. Uh, so uh, Necrom looks great. Like it just, it looks like it's going to be a lot of fun. Um, I'm excited that they're taking time, this expansion, not to deliver more content, but to deliver more like, Hey, we're going to give you a, a, a patch and then we're going to do a patch of just nothing but 
fixing the game. Like they want it. <laughs> they they're like, we want to like fix all the things we they because I, I believe last ugh, last expansion they did a a, a fix. Where they're like, we're gonna fix how your class class scales, and and so that that way it'll it'll be easier, so that content's a little tougher for groups. And people were like, that doesn't seem <laughs> like the math didn't add up. So when I logged into the game last uh, to play, I felt very weak, very weak compared to how I was feeling prior. And I was like, I don't like this at all. Like I do not feel good like playing my <laughs> class currently. Uh, yeah, it wasn't good. It was not good. So I'm excited to see them fix things like legitimately fix things. Um, I know they've been putting money into fixing like their server infrastructure and, uh, that's been better. PVP server infrastructure has been getting better. So I'm glad they're just putting time into like, Hey, we're going to just fix everything that's wrong as much as possible and deliver on better quality. So if they say, Hey, less, less, a little bit less content, uh, a little more, you know, you know, quality of life improvements and stuff like that. I'm okay with that. Like sometimes <laughs> they, an MMO just needs to say, hey, listen, we need to pull back a little bit so we can deliver a better product for you. You've been playing this now for, it's been out for, like for 10 something years. So, so you need, you know, sometimes you need to dust Has off the cop. It's, been, it's been a while. It's been a while, but. Has it not been 10 years? I feel like it's been a while. <laughs> No, because I'm pretty sure uh, Guild Wars just hit ten years. So nine year. years, maybe. Yeah, it's true. Guild Wars. Hey, to learn, uh, it's getting close on a decade. So, watch would be like eleven. <laughs> Missed it. Seven. Seven. Oh wow! They're still... only released in 2015. Oh boy! Oh god, I'm so old. <laughs> so, uh, so super be eight this year. Excited about the new class. Uh, Arcanist is not something I expected them to announce. I didn't think they were going to do a new class archetype this this go around. And at the end of everything, they're like, "Oh, we're going to release a big, a big drop um, later." Uh, the the last like near the end of the year, they're doing something. which is a multiplayer endless dungeon, which we love here. We love anything that's like, "Hey, what if you we did a dungeon that's just never ending?" So I don't know how how never ending is, but Never ended. I sorry. guess. Chile is right. It is April fourth, twenty fourteen. Console so is twenty fifteen. So it is nine. So yeah. they're they're almost there. Almost there. Um. Also, I've been dipping into Final Fantasy Eleven. <laughs> uh, Horizon, <laughs> the the lovely private server. Uh, and uh, I, uh, I, it's it's pretty good. The Final Fantasy Eleven is a very interesting MMO. It is. Take EverQuest. <laughs> yeah. And then add... How do I explain this? Then add turn-based combat. <laughs> yeah, that's the weird part, is the turn-based combat. It's it, it locks you in. So you know how like in EverQuest, like, you like run up to a thing and you can attack it and then run away from it? So in Final Fantasy, it's like you select, you select the, the creature you want to fight. And then it's like, do you engage? You click engage and then you fight and then you choose skills that you're like, all right, attack. I'm going to use this weapon skill or this, this class skill. And it does the thing. It triggers it. Sometimes it hits. Sometimes it don't hit. (laughs) Sometimes you have bad times. Uh, And then if you succeed, you get XP. If you don't succeed, you get level down. (laughs) You get death. (laughs) You get death and you get level down. 
but in general, is it very charming? Yes. Is it a very chill? M- it is the chillest of MMOs. The chillest of MMOs. Uh, you could easily group Put up. Toontown. <laughs> no, no, no. That's too hype. Ah, <laughs> uh, true, true. What about the Jane Austen MMO? Uh, oof. uh, well, you know, RIP, I guess. <laughs> Ser- server, yeah. server shut down. I'm, I'm so glad that I got to stream it one last time. <laughs> so, uh, oh, poor, poor Jane Austen MMO. Couldn't, couldn't make it work. <laughs> uh, their cash shop was atrocious. It was so bad. <laughs> so, all right. Well, you can spend 47 Jane Austen shecklings here to buy this dress. Like, how much does the shekling cost? $47. Wait, wait a minute. <laughs> Who's? Am I the only person paying for this server? Jane Austen will appreciate you. <laughs> uh, so Final Fantasy XI is very relaxing and very calming. And honestly, the people on that server are very nice. Like, I have not met anybody that was a jerk or, like, anybody that's been negative any sort of way they're the team behind it are putting in probably too much like I, what i would say is i'm going to explain this in the, the nicest way possible the amount of work is a labor of love for a passion of a game that is not getting updates and the fact that they are putting in that much effort with no money being like like nobody's making money off this this is clearly for a hobby uh they're not even asking for money to keep the server up. Like there's, there's no donation. Like, like anything I see that's like nothing. This is all just like, we're doing this because we love this game and we love playing it with people. So to be fair, it was the same thing that project 99 did. Yeah. And they did it for years before they got official recognition. Mm hmm. Uh, Susan says, do you think there are new people checking it out or is it mostly people that played? I think there are absolutely new people checking it out because in the discord server, there are people who are like, this is my first time playing 11. And it's like, why didn't I try this sooner? Like, uh, there's people that are playing 11 because of 14, like they played 14 and they're like caught up in the story. So they're trying out 11. Um, and there is an adjustment to play. Like if you played an old school MMO, you kind of understand like, all right, I have to read things. I have to understand the quest. Like I'm from that era of like having to read and locating a thing. And like other people are like, where is this? <laughs> like, luckily there, the, the internet exists and everybody's like already found it all and like, put it on the internet. So like, you know, it's easy. And I mean, it is like a 12 year old or yeah, year old game, but it is fun watching 22. people like say, Oh, is there a quest? And like, yes, there are quests. And some of them are repeatable. And you just turn them in over and over again, and you get money. <laughs> That's you're like, all right, I'm just gonna go like outside. I'm gonna kill four thousand bats and thir- turn in their twenty wings that I get. <laughs> so uh, there is a little bit of like bare butthole uh, <laughs> in there, but you know it's fine. I mean, uh, this is first gen MMO. Oh, for sure. Like, oh yeah. <laughs> but the one thing I do remember that Eleven had on every single MMO, and it had it. Probably through like the late 2000s, is that it was the only MMO that was on a console. Yeah, it was on the PS2. Very true. Very true. It was the first one. EverQuest Adventures was on P- PlayStation 2. 
Uh, True, but it wasn't as much of an MMO. It wasn't. Yeah, it was an MMO light. It was an MMO, yeah. like it gave people something to play. Where you're like, I can't. I want to play EverQuest, but I only have a PlayStation Two. Like, we'll make you EverQuest on Online Adventures. Is it the same? No. no. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Yeah. Uh, but uh, also, the music is phenomenal. It's so good. The music is so so good. Uh, but I, I expect that from a Final Fantasy game. Like the music should be bopping. Uh, the mm-hmm. the the Ronfaru Forest. It's such a bop. It's so like classical baroque. Like like la ba, da, 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 da. Like you're like yay. Like someone's doing a wall. Like a like a lovely like dance in a ballroom. It's so good. Uh, so uh, and you know, always the question is like, are emulated MMOs good or bad for MMOs in general? And like you and I discussed this, right? Like, yep. Uh, on a by the way, if you've if you ever wonder what we do when we don't deliver you an episode and wonder like what we do in the off brand, it's called bonus round, and we talk about strictly. I so far it's been a lot of like MMO talk there, like off brand. It's MMOs. only been MMO talk. So oh no, wait, that's not true. We did have a cat episode. That's true. We did. Yeah. Uh, but. Uh, we, I think we're both in agreement that we are for emulators uh, when yep. companies no longer want to keep the servers going, which we know costs money. And if the community wants to do the work for it. Not completely. No, you're not. <laughs> so, no, I think when we had that conversation, it was very much, I think that when a company no longer wants to run a game, that they should release the source of the server so that other people can run private servers. Yes, yep. However, while a game is up, I think that there is still a benefit of private servers. Mm-hmm. Um, as much as companies don't want them, and legally they generally have to shut them down mm-hmm. uh, just to protect their copyright and trademarks and whatnot. Mm-hmm. But I don't think that it's a bad thing to have a private server while an MMO is still active. For example, Project 99 or Horizon, mm-hmm. both of those are private servers that are running while there's a fully active MMO. And the reason for that is most of the people that are playing on those private servers would never play on the public servers anyway. True. And there's a chance that people that are playing on those private servers may convert to the public servers because. Of course, the private servers aren't up to date with all the latest of everything. Mm-hmm. So I don't think there's any real downside of having those private servers because, again, most of those customers wouldn't be paying you anyway. But there is the chance that they become a paying customer, and that's a positive for the company. So yeah, as long as it stays under the radar, so to speak, so that it doesn't get into that legal issues, uh, I do think that it is a net positive for the yeah. community and for the game. Horizon <clears throat> is clearly making a lot of because people are streaming it and putting Horizon in the day. Like mm-hmm. I as far as I'm aware, uh, as long as they don't charge money for it, Square Enix seems to be like, we you don't make money. We we don't you don't make money off of this. We don't come after you. So which is is, not, we don't see this. Yeah, we don't see this. We don't see yeah, this. This is not a thing. Yeah. This doesn't exist. As soon as a dollar sign shows up, and all of a sudden it's like, ha 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 ha. Yeah. No. Hot. <laughs> Don't touch. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, but yeah. Uh, I mean, if it wasn't for private servers, you we wouldn't like while we know Wildstar is being worked on on a private server. I don't know if it's mm-hmm. fully done yet, but Wildstar 
will never exist again. <laughs> like it'll, and that's sad Happy because wa- uh, oh, that should never exist again. <laughs> that <laughs> one, sh- uh, that one should. <laughs> That one should. That one should. I think Vanguard. Uh, I, I think, think Star Wars Galaxies had one at one point. I it's don't still know if it's still around. Oh, it's still around, still and is. they actually released an expansion <laughs> for oh, it that nice. did not exist originally. So well, they still were on the pre-new game experience, weren't they? Yes. Yeah. They added farming to the game that didn't have farm. <laughs> so they're they're actually creating new content at this point. That's where they're at with that game. <laughs> so uh, I'm I'm for. I'm for it, and I think that other MMOs will benefit from it. So, um, yeah. Quentin, what you've been playing? What you've been playing? Raft. Uh, uh, we played Raft on the Sundays. Uh, it's kind of our new uh, community game that we're playing. Uh, we kind of wanted to move away from Stardew for a little bit, just because we've been playing it for almost a year now. We're kind of at the end of. Uh, our personal goals of what we want to accomplish and uh, we're at the point where there's just a lot to do every day so like if Sarah, Cass and myself are not all there then it's very hard for us to play it just because like if Sarah isn't there we don't have someone who knows all of our farming all of our animals, all of our crops, all of our production side of things Uh, if I'm not there the stream doesn't run so that's a problem um, and if Cass isn't there, then there's a lot less that we can do overall as well. So it's a little bit difficult to uh, to maintain that. So I think we're going to try to wrap up the final stream uh, this weekend, uh, assuming that we can get everyone together, and then probably hop over to Raft for a little while because it's been a pretty chill game. Uh, we've been playing it on peaceful difficulty, which means that the animals or the the creatures do not attack us. <laughs> So the shark that is the antagonist of the whole game is just chilling around and swimming around us. So it's more like doesn't bother. Hey, friend. <laughs> yep, yep. I booped him on the nose a few times. Uh, Stream has affectionately named him uh, Steve Blooperton. Okay. Yep. And uh, we also have a ki- we have two llamas and two chickens. I remember one chicken is Marshall. I don't remember the second chicken. One of the llamas is Joe. And the other llama, I also don't remember because we've had Marshall and Joe for two weeks, and we got the other two last, like the end of last stream, and I don't remember what their names are. Yeah, so that's our raft. Uh, Susan's asking, will you play solo games sometime in your Sunday stream, or will you always have guest players each week? Uh, that depends. So the point, of, the purpose of the stream is just kind of it's a nice chill Sunday morning stream for me, and I like to play games with people, and people are always welcome to join me. So. If people are around and they want to join me, then of course I'll have them join me. And generally that means that I will be playing games that are multiplayer or have the ability to be multiplayer. Uh, On the chance that no one is there for the stream, when I start up the stream, I may start up a solo game. Uh, But generally there's always someone around, so I'm always going to start up those uh, multiplayer games. Um, Like Raft, for instance, uh, all all these games are kind of drop-in drop out so if someone wants to come in then they can just come in and join if you own raft then we just send you the invite and you come and join us on raft for a bit Mm -hmm. um it's not like you need anything you can just pop uh if someone wants to join you they should mention in our discord yes so again these games are for our community um and 
Specifically, we want people who are involved in our community. We don't want just people just to drop in because, hey, you're streaming Raft, can I join? Uh, we want pe- to know people beforehand, especially with these sorts of community game or the like survival games. We don't someone want someone to pop in and destroy things. So we'll have them uh, join the Discord. That'll be the first step, and then like they can chat a little bit, and if they're active a little bit, and we get to know them, uh, or they show up in a bunch of streams, hang out, then we'll see about adding them in. But uh, yeah, that, that's kind of how we're. Or how I'm approaching it. Uh, it's very relaxed. It's not very uh, particular about how all this goes. But just kind of going with it and seeing how it works. But yeah, it's been pretty cool so far. Yeah. And Raft is a neat game. We've also talked about playing Grounded. Uh, that one's only four players. Raft is up to eight. Um, but yeah. All right. So. And we're always looking for more games if uh, people have ideas and, and thoughts. One day, Susan. Minecraft will, is not on the list right now. Susan, one day, Susan and I will go back to Minecraft. Yeah. <laughs> we'll build the house we, we deserve. <laughs> yeah, Susan, if you want to come join on a Sunday, you can do all the random stuff on a Saturday or get Peter to do all the random stuff <laughs> when he's not working on the weekend. Well. <laughs> Uh, I've also been doing a lot of Guild Wars 2 uh, Mm -hmm. like your Final Fantasy 11 I've been dipping back into that I am almost finished uh, Icebrood Saga which is the final content patches before the latest expansion which is um, End of Dragons so I'm almost done that and the next couple or within the next couple weeks they're supposed to announce the roadmap for the next year which we're hoping also includes a new expansion uh or information around that, or a new living series, uh, living world content. Uh, so it's been it's been pretty good. The story is definitely a lot better in the last two uh, in Living World Season Four and Icebrood Saga. Uh, I unlocked my dragon finally. That took a long time, and uh, yeah, it's been pretty exciting. Nice. No death. No death. <laughs> okay. <laughs> No, no D level. No, not not in Guild Wars. <laughs> Once you get to level, then it's just like, well, here's your gear. Yeah, write it out. Uh, so I've not played. Or we're so we're gonna talk about the Alliance raid story. I've not played the main story six point three. Uh, I have. I I've been busy with like I've been getting home late, so <laughs> I finished it day one. So that's why that's the only reason I've finished it. No new job. No. Yeah, it's. I'm getting better at getting my. Like I, I, I've made it a point to finish my work at work, so I don't take it home with me. Mm-hmm. Um, so like I don't have to do any work this weekend, right? And like I, I, it's nice knowing I have a job where I don't have to worry about like oh I got to do a thing like I have to like it's not like my old property management position where I was like <laughs> I'm on call twenty four seven. Uh, yeah. uh um we you know we we did shows through that era it, it sucked so <laughs> um <laughs> so it's nice um i just have to get better about like trying to leave at a decent time and you know trying to make certain things faster and keeping up with tasks at work so i can get things done faster right. so um but you know also 
digging into like my team and like trying to figure out the ins and outs of like what what they're doing and how to make it easier for them and so far no complaints and so far <laughs> it's good yeah everyone's like we like your, it's like we like you so far it's like thank you <laughs> the undertones just don't mess it up don't mess it up yeah mess it up. like in my head i'm like oh, just, just be good just be good so i'm i'm very much uh yeah, that's true. And Susan's right. Like I've been playing other games over playing Final Fantasy XIV, um, Eleven, and Death Store. Death Door. <laughs> uh, but Death Door is so good, though. <laughs> like, it's just yeah. But you have, so you, have, you only play good. that on stream. It's also true. That's the hard part, right? Yeah. You really want to play a game? You're like, ah, I gotta wait. Yeah. So that I, that may that may get that extra stream. Maybe, maybe, maybe this weekend. Maybe I don't want to say yes and then not do it. Sherry, is speaking of, we are talking about doing that still. Uh, we'll get to that later, though. Mm-hmm. Um. So, but we are going to talk about the uh, uh, you know, alliance raid. We are going to talk about the alliance raid. Uh. So, um. Let's get, let's just get it. Let's let's get into that. Let's let's dig into that. Uh, so uh, for those of you who are currently playing the current patch, the uh, new six point three dropped the new alliance raid in Final Fantasy fourteen, uh, which you know uh, spoilers by the way. If you've not played the new uh, alliance raid, uh, you might want to might want to. How do you want to do this? Do you want to talk about the fights and then? Like I guess that like, do you want to talk about the story or just talk like going and just go in sequential order? Like we'll just get talk about the the person in the fight. <laughs> However you want to go, go for it. All right. Well, let's. All right. Well, let's talk about the fights. Let's uh, fight one. A lot of fun. Uh, I saw thirty <laughs> percent of it. <laughs> so <laughs> that is true. Most of these. So for anyone who didn't see our stream where we streamed this a few weeks ago, uh, Peter was not having a good internet. And missed most of these fights. Just specifically in Final Fantasy fourteen, stream was fine. We streamed it. Stream yep. was fine. Uh, fights were not not bueno. The story was fine. Like I could do. I'd stream this. It was for whatever reason in that instance of those fights, it did not like that I was in those fights. Yeah, <laughs> didn't want. And Susan wanted to call it the VOD is on YouTube. The VOD, the VOD to, is. To watch yeah. it. Uh, I'm hoping Susan just cut out all the parts where I was frozen, <laughs> like hyper, like hyper cuts. Nope, probably not. It's too much work. No, I think it was just the uh, the beginning up until the point when we did all the story, and then yeah, I, I think she just did like when we were in the zone. That makes sense. Checks out. Yeah. So we we got in the zone. Gorgeous, by the way. The visuals were great. Uh, the the first boss was a delight. I think. I think it was a lot of fun. all of them were kind of yeah. Uh, the you know the the second boss boy bosses 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 that's right there's more than one boss but they said buses i was like wait a minute we did that one that's that was the that was the near alliance right (laughs) there's subways at us (laughs) no uh uh no uh the the second fights (laughs) uh no, we haven't named any of the bosses. We yet. haven't named we haven't named anything yet, just for spoiler sake. So, 
Uh, the, the second two bosses were a lot of fun. I was hoping that it was going to have a mechanic where they had to die. It, 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 again, I, I'm, I'm bringing back old, old school mechanics <laughs> where they have to die within certain time. Of That's each not other. old school mechanic. That's still active today. It, uh, well, it's true. There's lots of stuff all over the place with that. I got to die within five minutes of like, uh, like within a couple seconds of minutes of each other. And then yeah. or if not, they respawn. I, to be fair, we did kill them both within... Like oh no! Thirty yeah. seconds of each other, so it could be that way. We just don't know. It was true. We don't know. I would love to find out. I would love to see if there's a, per- a team that's trying to just go in there and just do one boss down and then focus on the other. I oh, did man. like the the mechanics or the way that the mechanics played off of each other because with these two, like one is time based and one is space based, so mm-hmm. you have one that could affect space. The, uh, space. <laughs> Not again. Uh, you have one that can affect like the area and one that affects how fast or slow things happen. So like if the time stuff was going off, AOEs would do go sooner or later than what you would expect. If the space one is going, things would move around or you would move around. Uh, and then they eventually started combining those two things together, which made for a really hectic but really fun fight. Yeah. Uh, because you'd kind of get moved and then suddenly the AOE would go off instantly when you expected it to be a little later. It's, wasn't great, but no. Um, third fight. Oh boy, what a delight that was! That was the one I, I had like the, the most time for this one. I <laughs> true, me too. Uh, that <laughs> that one had some tight mechanics. Like I don't think anything was overtly difficult, but it was it? very tight mechanics. Like I think the the you had to move it, like pretty quick to like get to spaces like all right where i gotta go like as long as long as you paid attention you were fine during that fight i don't think yeah, it was, I, was say, I don't remember having to move quickly or anything i i do i remember like oh adjust to this little tiny pie wedge <laughs> that you're good <laughs> so i was like because that's i think the fight where i i think i died the most and also the fight i was up the most in so, like internet those, those probably <laughs> both went together yeah, see, yeah, you had you to were there the, the most, therefore you died the most because the other places you didn't have a chance to. I don't know. I just, I didn't, I didn't know what was going on. Uh, so I had delight during that fight. Uh, also, many spears, many, many pokes. So many spears. So many, so many spears. Uh, but the last fight was the best. It was pretty magical. Mostly just because of the dog. Oh, big old. Pupper. Susan <laughs> explicitly has a producer note here that says, please make her dog a mount. I agree. That... I also agree. I said that during the stream. Uh-huh. <laughs> it's better be a mount. It's a, it should be. Uh, yeah. <clears throat> it'll be sold for MGP. <laughs> or on the oh, or on that. the cash shop for $25. Which would I'd almost be, be worse. Okay with that. <laughs> really? <laughs> I don't have MGP, but I have disposable income. <laughs> Well, hello, Mr. Moneybags. <clears throat> I, my t- the amount of time it would take for me to farm the millions of GBP. Or, oh. <laughs> the, the G. MGP, I, there we go. It's, it's been a while. Uh, is much longer than it would take for me to earn $25. Just start now. Which <laughs> is like, even at minimum wage, is two hours of work. Do Just go in. Do all the book for the the MGP and then hit hit it up at make it rain. Like just hit it real hard. 
<laughs> well, yeah, but you have to have to wait till June for that then, or May, depending. Uh, well, actually, it's whenever they have a really big lull. So May or June, depending. <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> it's fair. Uh, so I I I adored all of this. So uh, so fight wise, great. Um, I I loved all the fights. Um, the the concepts behind all the fights were really good. Um, I'm interested to see where we're going with the next set of fights, like the next bosses. So we already know the next bosses. Yeah, oh, yeah, we know them. Yeah, <laughs> see, it's it's how it's process of elimination. So we're, <laughs> we're, we're we're aware. Um, so spoiler time. There are. Like there is actually information around all of these. Like as yeah. Susan pointed out in her lovely notes, like each of these raids are based off one of the uh, charities uh, in Greek mythology, uh, or also known as the Graces. Uh, but there are three of them: Aglia, which is the first raid we had; uh, Euphrosyne, which is Joy, the second one that we had here; and Thalia is the third one. Uh, so we're we're pretty much assuming that. Uh, Thalia is going to be the final one uh, at this point, especially considering the other two. Mm -hmm. uh, which also makes sense because we haven't fought Thaliac and that kind of, the names fit. They, they fit. Uh, we didn't have really any other, there's no Euphrosyne in uh, this raid and there wasn't any uh, Aglia in the uh, other raid. Yeah. But uh, also, if you Google the mythology of those three, there's a lot of butt, a lot of bare butt. Just. And that's just Greek mythology. Everyone's <laughs> naked all the and time. And I love it. <laughs> you should meet Zeus. <laughs> well, he loved everybody. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Showed up as a goose and just he's like, look at this. <laughs> yeah. Somebody's like, man, I'm enamored with that goose. <laughs> but yeah, it was kind of interesting. Like the, the the gods, we can say the gods' names now. Yeah, yeah. So spoiler. Yeah, like, uh, we, we went through the fights quickly. Yeah, we went through the fights quickly because uh, I wanted to then go into. So now, if you hung out this far, you've not played it, and you're not interested in being spoiled, you. I, this is on you, you now. Thank you for listening. We appreciate your listen. Come back here after you did it. Pause this, go do the fights in the story, come back and listen. So go ahead. Oh, you're talking to me. Yeah, uh, yeah so <laughs> we had uh, the first fight there with Nafika. Uh, mm -hmm. We kind of knew that from the preview, patch preview. She was kind of in there as the, the main god quote mm -hmm. that... Uh, That uh, the face. kind of talked to us in the same way that yeah the, the face of the gods in yeah. the same way that um, well, it was Ralgar that was it no it wasn't Ralgar it was Virgot that was the face of the first series yeah yeah Old. so Nafika was was there uh, she had a really interesting fight that I don't remember at all um, honestly I I can't remember it <laughs> it just it wasn't memorable. Just yeah, that <laughs> she had a yeah, scythe. Yeah, see, I, she I don't even scythe. remember that. 
Like I remember, I vaguely remember the area that we fought in, but that's that's it. It's uh, colored flower piles. Yeah, see, I don't remember this. <laughs> oh, ran the whole, ran the whole thing once. Don't remember. Susan and I did survive the entire thing mm-hmm. and uh, didn't uh, drop our connections, so we were there the entire time. But okay, so why is this our topic again? Because we remember the other fights. Uh, Nafika is not one that I remember, but uh, the second fight with Althic and Nimia, uh, that was really fun just because it is the the god of time and uh, goddess of fate. Uh, that was so that, that was a very interesting. That dynamic. was a lot of the 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 the, the, the I almost said dynamis the dynamis of that fight. <laughs> the oh, dynamic thing. The dynamic in that fight was really cool. How how they played the thought process of playing off each other's. Oh, space and fate, and like, and how that those two things played off each other was so smart, and and the fact that they're siblings, like the, it, yeah, it, it did really well. Kind of in the same way that uh, Naldal worked well in the first, yeah, uh, raid dungeon, like the the dual, yeah, gods, the, the duality and balance. So, it this it, I agree with you. Very very fun fight. Um. Also fun to see the concept of like, oh, what if we did this? And then you had to do this and like play off these two things and could easily see them doing. Sometimes I feel like they do. They create the, the alliance raid mechanics just so they can see what will work for future raid encounters and make them tougher. <laughs> I hope so. So I would love well, to see. This is kind of like this fight did remind me a little bit of Omega. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. we had the dual mechanics where like dual boss mechanics with Omega as well. Mm-hmm. So this is definitely like an evolution of that and also not quite as challenging as that being a raid versus uh, yeah. an alliance raid, which are typically much easier. Yeah. Uh, your favorite, though. Uh-huh. Uh, Halone. Uh, oh, boy. The, the Halone fight was... So good, goddess of war, uh, mover <laughs> of glaciers, yeah, like mover of glaciers and goddess of war. Boy, they, they did not, they did not let up on that. I, I, I feel like they, they really leaned into their all their archetypes. Like, oh, okay, she's the goddess of war, so she would be relentless, right? Like, I feel like her fight was very like. Like, I'm just going to keep going. Like, there's always, there's no stopping. Move here, move here, do this. <laughs> like, but that's fine. Like, I don't think it was difficult, but I think it was move. Like, you're constantly moving and remember where you need to go. And like, but mm-hmm. like, I think if you see that fight one or two times, it's a cakewalk. But <laughs> like your first time in there, you're like, what the hell is happening? <laughs> I mean, it also fits as the daughter of Ralgar, who's God of War. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh but I, I like there is, and we'll probably get into this later. Like, it's not exactly what we know of Halone either. Like, as I said, mover of glaciers and goddess of war. But that wasn't also quite the Halone that we saw, Mm-mm. right? Like, we the information that we have as players uh, is biased, yeah. right? We only know what effectively what our characters would know, which is what's been passed down through generations, not necessarily what these gods are. 
very nice. <laughs> They're all very I, nice. I know. I guess we can get into it now. Um, one of the things that we've heard about Holone for a long time is that uh, she's a bitter rival of Nofika, which in this patch, as we're doing this, even Nofika kind of scoffed at and was like, that's not really a thing. Like, we're not bitter rivals. No, if anything, we're like, anything, we're like best friends. <laughs> Honestly, Holone is the one that kind of reigns in Nofika because Nofika's like that mischievous, like, our mischievous, like, uh, troublemaker. Yeah. It's like, oh, yeah, let's, uh, hey, look, I, yeah, I want to go explore and talk to the humans. I'm just going to do that, okay? Yeah. Uh, like, Square Pegs. Remember that show, everybody? Square Pegs from the 80s? <laughs> just like Square Pegs. Right, Susan? <laughs> square Pegs? No? All right. <laughs> <laughs> just goes, wow. <laughs> What a poll. <laughs> yeah, you have to remember that most of our audience probably wasn't around in the 80s. So. Uh, that's, that's true. What a poll. <laughs> oh. I mean, it only lasted like a two, like one or two seasons. <laughs> wasn't that a Canadian show also? Was I have no it? idea. I've never I don't heard think of it. it was. I don't. Well, maybe it was. <laughs> Welcome hey, to keep, Square keep, Pegs podcast. We're going to review the only season of Square Pegs. The only Square Peg I like is the the TikTok of where does this shape go? Ah, <laughs> uh, that damn square hole. <sighs> uh, the last fight of this was really interesting too. It also had kind of a dual boss mechanic. I partway through it, it kind of swapped. Um, and Fina, of course, is the the keeper of the moon goddess of love, but she's also ice, so also played into that with like Holone and Mafina, uh, both having very ice based arenas. Mafina's also had a lot of moon symbology all through it, and uh, really interesting with it, also has a dog in the middle of it. You get this giant big puppy that comes down and starts fighting with her, uh, which gets some interesting mechanics between the two of them, but. I mean, less interesting than the siblings. But uh, yeah, big, big fluffy dog. Please mount. Mm-hmm. And she just loves us so much. There's so much love to give. <laughs> so much. Uh, and the, 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 the twins, Alphic and uh, Nimia, uh, yes. just... First of all, showing up on the scene, like I'll think I'll take it so serious. <laughs> like the video is like, bro, it's not that it's not that serious. <laughs> just Yeah. Just just the most mean mugging MF ever. Just rolls up and he's like, what is like like I was like, dang, this guy might actually not like us. What's going on here? And he's like, no. <laughs> and he does like, like us though. He does like us. And if he is just like older brother, he's like, oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'll still test them though. <laughs> Such a j- just like a perfect like you know like oh big bro and he's like oh, okay <laughs> like don't be such a meanie and he's like okay uh so I, I don't know like I feel I feel so far pretty good. Now, the thing 
the thing we learned, right, was like after these fights, we got a lot of the story and yeah. and some really interesting lore, some fascinating lore. Uh, and, <laughs> uh, you know, there's some things I think were still what we could ass- I, I, like. I don't think they openly told us, but we we can sort of assume some things. They did tell us some, they didn't overtly like explicitly be like, this is who they are, but they did basically say that. Yeah. <laughs> right, like, so, again, big spoiler alerts from this. Uh, at the end of the fight, uh, or at the end of the raid, I should say, uh, we finally deciphered the giant crystal that no one could decipher. Because reasons. It's still drinking well with team, it's what it's. <laughs> Just talk freely, they've been warned. Uh, and, and we finally get this information of uh, kind of the things that are kind of not binding, but are, are I guess, kind of binding uh, each of the gods to this area or to the world. And it's basically like a very high level, um, not description, but like purpose for mm-hmm. each of them. Yeah. So, for example, like, um, Alvik was the god for time and Nimia for fate and Nofika for like harvests and abundance and uh, growth and those sorts of things. Each of them had their mission statement. There we go. Uh, each of them had <laughs> kind of this piece to anchor them uh, to their purpose because as we know, they get kind of their power and their um form and abilities based on what the people of Erzia, or not Erzia, um shoot, what's the planet called again? Uh, well, I remember it's Heidelin. Atheris. Atheris, yeah. Atheris. Uh, the people of Atheris believe about them, so like, as Helone was believed to wield the spear and all of that from all the Ishgard um, believers, then the actual the goddess Helone started manifesting with that spear. So people thought process can change how they are, and they wanted something that would allow them to at least keep part of who they were or who they are supposed to be. Uh, and along with that, we learned that there are 12 gods, but there were actually 13 people left over. And this is where we stopped because the 13th person as we are uh, chatting about in-game, we believe is the Watcher on the Moon. Now, we haven't confirmed this because that's going to be the next raid series because we haven't actually gone up there yet. Mm -hmm. Uh, But with that, assuming that they are the 13th person there, uh, that would mean that each of these 12 gods were one of the... uh, Twelve co-conspirators. Oh, okay. <laughs> co-conspirators with Vinatu, and were basically the ones that kind of made her Heidelin, I guess, or they were trusted enough that they, when Vinat split or as Heidelin, um, shattered the world, split the world into fourteen shards. Uh, she didn't split those. 13. One of them stayed up on the moon watching over everyone. The other 12 became, effectively, the the gods and goddesses of Atheris. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
So that's that's kind of where we're sitting right now with the lore, and it's it's a very interesting implications because mm-hmm. basically the ancients are the same effectively kind of as the Asians. Asians were just like the zodiacs version of the ancients, and these are kind of the Heidelin version of the ancients. Even though all the ancients are just the ancients, right? Mm-hmm. So really, that kind of makes the gods the same as Asians. So all in all, again, even though we've completed the Zodiac arc, everything is still the fault of the uh, the Asians or the Ancients in this case. Yeah, of course. <laughs> yeah, that's just how this game works. Great, great. That's always Asians. It's always uh, Asians. Always. So or the Echo. Uh, yeah, of course. So that leads us to courses where we think we're going with, uh, you know, the the raid named Thalia. Is uh, of course right. we have Thaliac, uh, the ruler of rivers and wisdom, the god of knowledge, yep. and uh, is the guardian of deity of Sherlayan, uh Which you know, what do you? I think that's going to be a, a wet fight. So that's what I think. So uh, oh, river, river, rivers, yeah, the, yeah. there's going to be water there. Uh, the third moon, Aorsian calendar. <laughs> Thaliac is the father. Uh, Lim, uh, loves it, Limlane. Yeah, and the teacher of Birgot, uh, oh boy, water and and hammers. Uh, no, no, no. Just the, he's the teacher of Birgot. Oh, okay. He's he's the knowledge. He uses a staff. Uh, that makes sense. He's often depicted as a reserved scholar holding an ashen staff, as simple as the scroll. I hope. He, I hope. Staff. I hope he's wearing like a little tiny hat. <laughs> like a, like a I hope hat. he has the staff. The the staff that goes big and small. <laughs> uh and the watcher of the seas and the goddess of navigation is the guard i wonder again we're on the water theme yeah is the guardian deity of limsa Lamenza. she commands the element of wind and associated with the fifth moon so you know wind wind boss and then of course oh, wind and uh, seas we could get like a leviathan like fight that'd be fun Ooh, that would be fun <laughs> uh of course oshan uh, Oshan is the ruler of the mountains and god of travelers and uh, vagrants. He Who commands- we still think is Derek. It's Derek, yeah. Uh, <laughs> it's Derek. Let's, let's all be real about Let's be real about that. It's Derek. Uh, he commands yeah. the element of wind and is associated with the sixth moon of the Eorzean calendar. Oshan is the brother of Nalthal and the close mm-hmm. companion of Hlone. He's often, mm-hmm. he's most often depicted as a carefree ranger wielding a bow of you. His symbol is the walking stick. Now, do we think Derek knows Derek is Ashan? <laughs> no. Okay. That's that's not, I agree. Not yet. Yeah. Why I think do you, he will find out? Why do you think? Them. Why do you think that he doesn't know? For the same reason of why he's wandering. So as they were talking about in the lore as we were kind of going through it, one of Ashan's things was that He's constantly wandering. He is exploring and learning about the people and being around them. And one of the things the gods kind of lament as we're talking with them is that they're not around people, uh, especially because they have all these powers. And if people knew that they were around, they kind of have problems. I think for that reason, in order to probably get that the full experience of walking among the people and getting to know people... You can't remember who he, he can't remember who he is. Otherwise, he has all that kind of one preconceived notions. Two, he has whatever influence um, that the people have over him, right? Because as the people think about him, 
their perceptions change who he is. But if he doesn't know who he is, then they can't really change him. Uh, Susan says, "There's there is lore speculation by the elder lore mongers. <laughs> is that that thing? Derek is a familiar made by Asim because Asim That's didn't us. want to be tied down being a god, so they made Derek take their place or something to that effect." Ask the lore peeps. What if we're right? Like, what? If, hold on, because like, all right. So if if right, uh, Derek is a familiar bit by Asim. Right, then we would just be a, like later on. Derek would just become part of us, right? Like if that's the whole like. Oh wait, like Derek. Not necessarily. It depends. Do you think? Do you, I, because it depends on the Asm, right? It's true. Vinat right. is also the, was Asm at one point, right? It's just a title. <sighs> that so would, this could all we could be a shard of Asm, but a like this could have been let's say the previous Asm. There was an Asm, right? But no, we're okay, the, in the lore. Technically, we were the Asm. See if I remember this also. Right? We were the Asm that took Vinat's place, right? In in the story, like we were the other Asm, like because Vinat were we re- retired as Asm. Yes, but we never act, we never knew who the Asm is after her. Is it Derek? <laughs> Well, and that's what we don't know, right? Like we don't we could be the next one in line, or there could be however many more in between her and that. And her that and is the one that made Derek yeah, Derek us. Yeah. <laughs> and the one that took Vinat's place. Uh so that, that's what we don't know. We don't know what happened between Vinat being Asm and us. Mm-hmm. And the splintering of all the shards. I like so, your. Th- I really do like your theory that Derek is. Just, I like my theory. Yeah, I think Derek is, because that would make the most sense, right? Like Derek would, yeah. like Ashan would want to wander, right? And it's it's weird that like all of a sudden this place opens up and Derek shows up. He's like, oh, I just wa- happened to wander on by, and they're like here, and there's this thing going on, and and I could almost see that as like a safety mechanism almost or like a reaction mm-hmm. because he doesn't know who he is but periodically he probably needs to like go back or report or do something so if he happens to walk by the entrance there it appears and if he wanders into it maybe eventually he'll regain his memories somehow or something happens but the other thing that's interesting is that none of the gods have reacted to him really no and I I, I also wonder if the reason why why Derek doesn't have friends now that you mention that is because if somebody got close to Derek, right? Yep. And they would have this preconceived notion of who Derek, like you could easily be like, oh, Derek, tell me more about you. Derek doesn't know who he is. He just wanders. Like, that's it. He's like, he just, he just goes around and wanders. I don't know necessarily because he, he'd do the same thing that he told us. Like he's a wanderer. He's just permanently moving around all the time. I think, that he doesn't stick or get close to people is more of a fact of he doesn't he is want to constantly name, wandering. He doesn't want to name the monkey. <laughs> yep. But I think that is a that's more of a belief system, right? Like his one of his core beliefs is that he is wandering around always and going all the different places. <laughs> I, and I think that core belief of Ashan is still very much driving him. Mm-hmm. 
Um, even if he doesn't know where that's coming from. And there seems to be a little bit of like that, right? Like there is seems there mm-hmm. seems to be in the writing and how the characters depicted that there is a little bit of uh like what if I did like like yeah, there's like this driving force behind like that doesn't make sense. Like just you have a monkey friend. That's cool. Like, and, <laughs> but but yet again, like we know, you know, Ashan, you know, didn't want to see the creature be hurt. Right. And right. we could, we could, we could assume if it is, you know, is Ashan also a one to be like, I'm not going to let like, because of the, if they're part of the, the group that wanted to save the, the planet or mm-hmm. is Ashan one of the ones that maybe created like the, those creatures and was like, didn't want to see one hurt. And like, I mean, there's, that's an entirely possible thing. Like, right. <laughs> like we went to like the garden of like creation and, <laughs> and true. You know, I mean, both things can be true, right? Yeah, I mean, totally. And now, and that totally could make sense. Like, what if Ashan, the ruler of mountains, Ashan's the ruler of mountains because Ashan created mountain. Like, what you know, we we don't know how deep the the ideas of those (laughs) damn people went. Like, (laughs) I mean, I don't think that they necessarily created mountains or rivers or whatnot based on their pieces because most of those things probably already existed at that point. Yeah. Like these are the late, these are a later generation of ancients, right? There are many ancients before them. What if he created the monkeys of the mountain, mountain monkeys? <laughs> he could have created the monkeys. That's okay. Possible. I just want to like, I just wanted to be like, Ook. <laughs> maybe he created Ook. Uh, there's one more thing I want to touch on before we wrap up, because I know we uh, want to wrap up uh, for anyone who is listening live. Uh, we are going to be playing some uh, 007 GoldenEye after stream. Uh, show title Mountain Monkeys. There we go. <laughs> uh, but in our alliance raids, typically we have four bosses, right? Yeah. Aglia was Biragat, Ralgar, Azima, mm-hmm. and Naldal. Euphrosyne is but together, yeah, fourth together. boss. Euphrosyne yeah. was Nofika, Alphic, and Nimia together, mm-hmm. Halone, and Menfina. Mm-hmm. However, there are 12 gods, which means remaining we have Thaliac, Limlan, and Ashan. That's three. That means there's still one fight unaccounted for that's going to be in this alliance raid, which means there is more to this story than we know. Is Nalfal counted as one god? Yes. Huh. So, Birgot, Ralgar, Azima, Naldal, that's four. Because they... Nafika, th- Alphic, Nimia, Halone, and Minfina, that's another five, so we're at, up to nine. Thalic, Limlain, Ashan, that's 13. Or, sorry, 12. Uh, yeah, There's 12 that, gods. That would make sense. Okay. So we're still missing... One fight, at least, assuming that they don't combine gods again in this raid. Because they could, for example, combine Thaliac and Limlayan into one fight. We could. And we maybe not, we, maybe we don't fight Ashan. Also, like, yeah, we, maybe, we, might, we might not, you're right. So we the question could? is, who is that last fight? At minimum, we're going to have one unknown fight from the gods here. 
but there could be more than that. Yeah, but do we think it's the Watcher? Like, why would the Watcher fight? Like, the Watcher's watches like that's, the watchers on the moon yeah are we gonna teleport to the moon and fight the watcher like like why would the, wh- and susan's like ooh, and opa opa i mean it could be the monkey <laughs> the monkey <laughs> we fight the monkey at the end i mean who's to say that the monkey who's to say the monkey isn't a god right like like yeah like remember because like the whole concept right and like that all these gods have their uh minion form i guess i don't know what the like yeah, they're they're inconspicuous form. They're, they're inc- yeah, they're the last inc- fights of they're minion, minion battle. battle. <laughs> oh, Twenty-four oh, man for minion battle. Great. Everyone that would just, actually be beautiful. Actually, I would love to see that hot garbage mess. <laughs> yeah. uh, who's to say that the monkey isn't? What if the monkey's Ashan and Derek's just Derek? I mean, both of those are possible. I don't think so, but it is possible. It would be wild, right? <laughs> Yes. We, we could throw both on the table. Well, and the that's what I'm wondering <laughs> with like we still have that one unknown fight at the end. Like, what twist are we gonna have that's gonna end up being like like I, again at this story, like what as we've been going through it, we've been fighting all of these gods, but we don't know for what purpose. Right? That's There's a true. reason that they want us to fight through all of them to prove ourselves or something. Maybe whatever that is is the last thing that we have to kill. Yeah, and right, we don't like, even know if, if it's you can defeat killing. all of us. Maybe you can finally defeat this. Defeat this, but do you, do you think it's, it's going to be the Femro Scholar? Oh my god! <laughs> oh boy, it's just, she was great. Loves it. She's just so much like the most. Like I love everything. Uh, do she's in love with Helene? Oh no, Nafika. Nafika. Nafika and. Menfina, like like Menfina, oh, yeah. she was like, ooh, Menfina, like I, I, technically all the gods. She's like the god groupie. She <laughs> mostly the femme presenting ones. Yeah. Till Ashan shows up and she might flop, flop, <laughs> like Derek the whole time. Uh, you are always beside me. <laughs> this whole <laughs> Derek. <laughs> um. Do do you think that with what what do you think happens at the end of this? Like what it like like we know that Heidelin is gone. Like that like yep. her but do you think that the point of this is to like do you think that they the these gods will always have to persist in the world because it gives the people of Aetherus something to believe in? Like they, they have to have some sort of faith, right? Like I'm assuming like people still believe in Heidelin, even though Heidelin does not exist anymore. Or do we come out and right. be like, yeah, no, God's dead. Don't worry about it. No. <laughs> yeah. So I think that could be, that that is a possibility. And the end is that we're really just trying to release the gods from their watch over the world. Right. And let them return back to the ether and, like we did with all the Asians, right? Like Emmett Selk too, and Hythodeus and everyone, they went back into the, back into like the blob, the stuff. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, scientific, yes, I know. Just put me in the ground. Uh, I want to go back to the blob. <laughs> <laughs> but like, yeah, I, and I could see that the gods also want that. And I don't think it's going to be a, a thing of like, Oh, hey, the gods are dead. 
Like, I don't think we're going to go in and ruin everyone's day that way. Mm-hmm. Um, because the gods haven't really interfered with people anyway. So, no, yeah, they made it a point not to interfere. Right. And so there's no real need for them to be around aside from watching over them or protecting them from something or other, right? Like, there's a reason why they are there. We don't know why they are there still, why <laughs> they joined with Eidolon. Yeah. So I, I guess we'll find out in the next patch and or the next two patches in the 6.5 when we'll find out the the conclusion of gods. Susan, uh, <laughs> Susan had a good question. Do we think that the gods want to know there are people strong enough to protect the world and be true of heart so they can just die and go away? That is one way to phrase what we just said. Yeah, that's... And there seems to be a theme in this patch of people just wanting to die. Welcome to Final Fantasy XIV. Yeah, Final Fantasy XIV. It's a very sad game. Everybody just wants to die. Um, one person really did in mm-hmm. Endwalker. Mm-hmm. In uh, Girl Malt. Mm-hmm. In the train. Mm-hmm. That was... Mm-hmm. Yup. They went there. Yeah, uh, yeah, they did. I don't know. I, 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 I kind of agree. Like, I feel like if the, if this is about, I, I got to be careful. How I word this. I'm gonna say if this is about release, and that's not how I want to. Everybody's looking for release oh. in this game. No, uh, accurate. It, it, it would make sense, right? Like, if if Heidelin wanted to test us to know we were strong enough to take on what we needed to take on, right? Yep. And if these gods want to know if man, right? If the if the man of the world, the people of Atheris, the people of Atheris are strong enough to to continue knowing that they know good and well that they are no longer needed, we are probably the ones to prove that right, right? Like, hey, you know, and they, it would make sense that they showed up after Heidelin and and everything else has stopped because maybe they were just an extra layer of protection for yeah. the people themselves. Like they helped guide them. Um, and like, you know, Vinat's big thing was like people had to suffer. So in suffering, people tend to latch on to gods uh, mm-hmm. and, and believe in certain things like be it, you know, love, war, you know, even, you know, in, in, money and time and fate like all those things so it makes sense that they they comprise these roles the one that i think is the the wild card is ashan because who was like man i like the god of just rolling around <laughs> that's me my character has always been a follower of ashan since i created him so <laughs> like Seven eight years ago. Yeah, I mean, like, I I think Fan that's off. I think that's the one that's the wild card, and how I think the most interesting does Ashan want to go away? Maybe that, and that's why Ashan or just become mortal. Yeah, that too. Like, does is it that Ashan just wants to become mortal to continue to wander and know the people, you know, experience yeah. the world, and maybe and it would be interesting if Ashan leads us, if if it leads a clue to where we go next in the world. True. Because be Ashan well, is a wanderer, and I don't think so. You don't think so? No, because I don't think they like to tie the alliance raids into story. I don't. I don't know because, and I say this in in the. I say this in a way that, like Susan would understand, because, uh, the, 
we know that they don't normally do that, but Susan and I know that they did tie something along like the uh, Bosian weapon, right? Yeah. In the Bosian weapon, there is a scene. I'm, I won't ruin it because I really do want you to go through there. I know you don't <laughs> want to do the weapon. Please don't dr- grind the weapon, but grind the story because the story is very good. There is a scene at the end. And that scene has not paid off for us yet. <laughs> at all. And it's left on a cliffhanger. And maybe on it won't. I think it will because I think Susan and Susan will, I think Susan will, if she remembers it, she'll know that it's, there is still some, something out there (laughs) that we have not finished a, a, there are, there are still some followers. I I don't want to say, I'm I'm not going to say it because I don't want to, because it's you and I I don't want to spoil you, Mm -hmm. but there, there's clearly more, to our story and where we go next. I, I wouldn't be, I wouldn't put it past them to say if they're trying to tie all the loose ends, right? Yes, this is not part of the main story, but it doesn't mean it can't funnel us into the main story, right? Like it, it's its yeah. own thing, but it can't, it doesn't mean they can't lead us into, Oh, it's where like it's near. It, it's not exactly. So I wonder if Derek's like, Oh yeah, I've wandered all of Aetherus, and there are still places that you have not wandered yet. And I mean, we already know that. We know that, but I would love us that. Yes, but I would love for him to say, you, you know, if if he says like you should go to the new world, there are many things await you there. Like there are things like you don't know. <laughs> like I would love for like just to say that. Like there are like yeah, tell me what's going on because because honestly, mm-hmm. if there are tacos <laughs> here, honestly. Can't wait. You know how many people would be so happy if they finally got tacos? Because, well, one of the things I know from the Blue Mage quest line, right, is that the, in the new world, it is cerulean heavy. Cerulean. Yep. And it's like so much so that it is so abundant that it's ridiculously abundant over there. It's almost like <laughs> America with its oil. <laughs> so, so, oh no. And, and it's, there's kind of that leaning in there. There's a little bit of like, all right, <laughs> a lot of fuel over there. So, I, I, I know and, we're. Like, oh, sorry, sorry. I, I was about to say the same thing. I was like, I also, I know we're a little over. So, <laughs> yeah, I, like, I know we're at the end here. I wanted to go back on one thing quick. Susan mm-hmm. said, uh, Vinod didn't want people to turn into primals to so make neutral gods instead. And I think that's the. Uh, I was going to make a similar point there. I think that, like the Asians went and were trying to influence people to believe in things. Heidelin needed a foil to that, right? Mm-hmm. She needed something that people could believe in of their own free will. She believed that people always want, should have that choice, whereas the Asians basically were trying to convince people to believe in things they probably shouldn't have. Mm-hmm. Corrupted primal summoning, for example. Radio stations. Uh, <laughs> radio stations. Um, dictatorships, fascist governments. Uh, so, like... I think that it was a very conscious decision to have them there and acting as that foil where they don't have to necessarily directly intervene, but they are there for people to believe in. As a... Oh, oh. We lost the Discord. You're back. Thank you. <laughs> so yeah, I, that, that's, that's, I think that's a really interesting point as well. But I have nothing else. We are way over, and we are mm-hmm. supposed to start our uh, stream gaming. Yeah, stream gaming stuff <laughs> yeah. shortly. 
So uh, no. uh, next episode of Mails from Radio, uh, we're gonna we're gonna, I'm gonna do the story so we can talk about the story. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, maybe so seasonal just, Jonas. <laughs> maybe. Yeah. Uh, quick housekeeping here. Uh, we are still doing our co-op streams on Thursday. I think we've settled on Remnant from the Ashes for right now. That's kind of our story or game we're going to be going forward with. Uh, I will be back on Sunday with my streams, probably Stardew Valley this week, and likely Raft going forward. Uh, and as for the podcast this year, uh, we're pretty much thinking about doing a twice-a-month schedule, uh, kind of similar to what we had last year, but we are going to try to keep it on a more uh, regular basis, so it's a little bit easier for people to predict. Um, and yeah, if we're keeping the same schedule, uh, well, we'll figure out what the scheduling is going to be like. I may or may not be here. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Again, as mentioned before, uh, we are going to be playing some GoldenEye 007 on Switch tonight. Uh, join us in Discord if you're around. And uh, otherwise, Peter? Yeah. Well, uh, Susan said, uh, if, actually, the next episode will be keeping the same I schedule. Quentin will be around, so just be Peter and I for the talk. So You might just get yeah. Susan and I talk about the story. But we'll get Quentin's thoughts, then we'll talk about Quentin's thoughts, because I know Quentin had thoughts, so we'll make sure that we share them. Or we can pre-record. I had one very important thought, and it was at the end, and Susan's right. aware of it. All right, perfect. Well, <laughs> as always, till sea swallows all, Keep listening. Maelstrom Radio is brought to you by Flattis, Shinter, and me, Susan Sprinkle. Join us for live podcast recordings and game streams on twitch.tv slash maelstromradio. Give us your feedback. Send an email to show at maelstromradio.com and please Check out all of our links at l-i-n-k-t-r dot e-e slash Radio. Views and opinions expressed by our hosts and guests do not reflect the views and opinions of any companies discussed on this episode.